What's up, boys and girls? We're down bad. We are a little bandaged up. I'm, I've got some things going on with my foot. Chris is nursing a back injury and, uh, and a knee injury, I think, right? Got a knee injury, got a back injury. Adam has a little boo-boo on the foot here. I think Bailey Myers worked him a little bit too hard on the hills. She gave him like, you know, six by 30 second hills, a little too much for him. Six yeah. by 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. That, did, that really did me in. Today, we have a very special guest. We always have special guests. It's the Beer Mile Podcast. Our boys at the Beer Mile Podcast. There's never anyone on this show that is not a special guest. Yeah. We also have a very special guest, the squeaky chair that Adam is sitting in. <laughs> but normally, we we typically talk to athletes or Oh, whoa, whoa, you're saying that Mandy is not an athlete? No, she is. She is. All right, we're, we're already going <laughs> Restart, restart. Okay, here we go. We've talked to a lot of professional athletes, some folks that have put meets on, and now I think I think we would still qualify her as an insider to track and field. Oh, absolutely an insider to track and field. Um, also, I, an elite athlete. Her PRs like in the top ninety nine point nine nine percent of people. I mean, yeah, how, how close athlete. is how close is her eight hundred meter PR to yours? Well, I mean, I got her by a little bit, of course, but like. I mean, oh, come on. That's not a, that's not, we're not comparing us to Mandy right now. Mandy Perkins that, is, I, she, her PR might like, I don't know. It might give us some trouble right now. Right now. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. Right now, if we were to go out and run an 800 all out under these conditions, just like we asked Bryce Hopple, what could you run a mile under any conditions, no matter what time of night? No matter what you've been doing. It's 207 on if, the list. If we would go out there under these conditions right now, you probably would not beat her PR. Actually, would would for sure not beat her PR. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That's a guarantee. So today, right before we formally introduce Mandy Perkins, our guest for the show, we've got a couple little pieces here. Little segments, if you will, in the intro. We've got... Oh, yeah. Reckoning Day for myself. We've got the roast it's of Chris. It's a long time coming. It's been a long time coming. Thank you for the patience. We recorded a chunk of episodes in a really short period of time, and so we weren't able to collect all the roasts and put them all together in time. So, Roast of Adam, go back, episode 31 with Natasha Rogers if you want to see that. Now, today is my turn, so we get into that a little bit. We also have giveaways. Also, y'all, check out the shirt I got. We are manifesting this Pedialyte sponsorship. Uh, you know, it is divine hydration. Uh, you can't say it any differently. Pedialyte. I feel like by wearing this shirt, hangovers just can't come my way. Dude, the problem is I, I like know a lot of people at Abbott Nutrition, which is the pain. And why do we not have the sponsorship yet? Because it's like, do I want them to know that this is what I do in my free time? Of course you I, want I guess, them to I guess know. you be the judge, listeners. If you want a Pedialyte sponsorship, if you want a discount code for Pedialyte, Ooh. put that in the comments and, and convince me to expose this part of my life. Would you like Divine Hydration at 20% off and help the Beer Mile podcast earn a 10% revenue share? Wow. Let us know in the comments. It is a great <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you to Pedialyte for not sponsoring this show, but me manifesting that you're sponsoring this show. We're getting into the roast. We've got some giveaways. And then at the end of the show, stick around because we're back to the beer reviews. We didn't have one with Bryce because we were just, you know, sipping Bud. Bud Leasy. Well, not Bud Leasy's. Bud, Bud Heavy Boys in the porch back area has at his crib. But we got, thank you. Big shout out. So the Cody Beer Mile 
make sure you're checking out uh, Cody Wyoming Racing. We've got a beer sent from our good old race director friend there, Janie, from Melvin Brewery. And we've got the, what do we got today? The Windkiss Hoppy Weed Ale. So we're going to taste this one for the first time. On upcoming episodes, we've got more from Melvin Brewing. And so we're going to review this one at the end. Stick around at the end for that. What do we want to do first? Do we want to do the roast, the giveaways? I guess those are the two things that we got, huh? Or or, or intro Mandy. What do we want to do first? Let's do... Let's talk about Mandy. Oh, sh- sure. Okay, I'll just make the executive decision. Too slow. Fail. Didn't make it in time. Okay. Here's what we got today. Mandy Perkins. She is a brand marketer at Nike. She is definitely one of the most inside people in the world of track and field that you wouldn't know is on the inside of track and field. She is an ex-D1 athlete at the, is it Florida University or University of Florida? University of Florida. Okay. UF. UF. UF, the Florida Gators. She was teammates with Corey McGee, uh, Genevieve Lacaz, now Gregson. She was also bridesmaid in Jen Gregson's wedding. And for the record, she was a fan. She thought it was entertaining. She thought it was funny. The Corey McGee cameo uh, where... We got her to ask, ask that Joe Bossard does, does a beer mile. And so for, for those that have been listening to us for a while, we thought that Joe Bossard might be good at the beer mile. We said if he breaks five in the beer mile, we'll give some money to the, it's the Elk Run uh, um, race. Yeah, yeah. And I can't remember what the, the beneficiary, exact charity is. Yeah, it's the charity is, but. It's a charity that benefits families who are going through financial hardships uh, yes. during cancer treatments. And that deal is still on the table. And so what we're going to do right now, we're going to just really quickly green screen behind us and if you're listening you're gonna hear it obviously because you're listening to it we're gonna show that Corey mcgee cameo really quick because it's it was uh, the justin knight episode that's when it first came out justin knight episode 23 because i'm a numbers guy i remember those kind of things Corey mcgee calling out joe bosch hard here we go playing it right now hi joe my name is Corey mcgee and i'm here to ask about why you're afraid to run a beer mile just kidding, but your friends Chris and Adam told me that you have a little skill that you aren't taking full advantage of, and they think that it's time for you to give it a shot. So, if you're not scared, maybe, um, let's see. Let me know how it goes. I hope that you do it. If you're fast and you're good at drinking beer, maybe um, you'll be the next big thing. Who knows? But let me know how it goes. Can't wait to hear. Good luck. So when we dive right into the interview with Mandy, we... it. We kind of just start the conversation right on that Corey piece. So wanted to make sure that you had it for relevance. You heard it again. Because that's where the interview, the, the, not really interview, the discussion with Mandy starts is right on that Corey cameo. So there you have it. Corey cameo. <laughs> there you have it. That's Mandy Perkins. That's a fucking Corey McGee cameo. <laughs> that's how you make a million dollars on Robin Hood. Your YOLO options. Leverage Jeez. 3X. Let's go. Options on a 3X levered ETF. What an idea. Holy Who would have thought of those things? Shit. Okay. <laughs> now, now we have... Speaking of <laughs> leverage options, let's do some giveaways because we like losing money. <laughs> All right. Giveaways this week. Am I doing them or are you doing them? Yeah, I guess you're doing I want, I want you're you the, to do them. You're There's the three name, of them. You're the name guy, though. But exactly. But I want you to go for that third name there on the list. Can you Ooh. see that for us? Oh, Can you shit. See okay. All right. All right. So we got we got three five-star reviews. Oh, thanks for zooming in on that. So shout-outs go to Joe Vigil. Ooh. ooh. Vigil? V-Hill? V- you Joe think that's V-Hill? Joe V-Hill is also the name of a famous coach, and yes, this is Joe V-Hill, the name famous coach. Oh, it's obviously Obviously. Him. Him. It's obviously him. Him. I don't know. It could be either. All right. We'll go with Joe V-Hill, Jake Davey. 
and Andrew Levesque. Oh, that's how I would have said it. Oh, for the name guy himself. So our guys, that, our guys. Now that I did the names, thank you for the five star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Do the same to get entered into the next giveaway. Now you do my duties for giving away the swag. Oh boy. Okay, we're just gonna do. We're gonna do a spinner. We're gonna do a, a like spinner. And we're going to choose one, two, three. numbers, wheel size three. All right. So we've got a one through three, and we've got uh, Joe, your number one, Jake, your number two, Andrew, your number three. Let's give her a spinny boy. Hmm. Gendered spinner. Hmm. All right. Number two, Jake Davey. Jake Davey, congratulations. Anything you want from the BeerMama.com swag store, hit us up in the DMs, BeerMama Media on Instagram. If you want to enter the giveaway, pretty easy. Five-star review on Apple Podcasts, or just all you have to do is post a story and tag us in it. It's pretty pretty much that simple. And if you comment on our YouTube video of this episode, Beer Mom Media on YouTube, if you'd, you're basically entered if you do anything. So yeah, just like do if, those things, you know? Do those things. Or is that how, how we're doing it? I'm pretty sure that's how we're doing it. We're doing those oh, things. You, uh, can, yeah, can you just... Uh, can you just get no, I'm, I'm, I'm making it simple. You only have to do one of these many things. It's like... It's like well, you said, all you have to do is wipe your butt after you poop. It's like people are going to do that anyway. So like you're entered anyway. So why would you just not just wipe your butt after you poop? It's like very basic math. Very basic life strategy right. here. There's the giveaway. Last plug. And then it's my turn to get roasted here. We do have an option to support us on our anchor page. Anchor.fm slash beer dash mile dash media. We've already have some monthly supporters pledging amounts to support the show. We really appreciate that. Helps us travel out to do those in-person interviews. That y'all love. The OG sponsorships. Uh, I mean, we do also have a Venmo. uh, And I thought one cool idea out of that. Venmo. I mean, of course, we got the at Beer Mile, you know, straight up. We don't have to have at Beer Mile 1. You know, we got the OG, the at Beer Mile on Venmo. If you send us money on, on Venmo and in it, just add who you want as a guest guaranteed we'll have that guest on if you Venmo us. Guaranteed. What if it's like like somebody crazy? So here's my thought. Respond. Here's my thought. So whatever you Venmo us on Venmo, and then you say the guest name, we will redirect that money that you sent us. We'll pay that guest to be on that full amount. So we're not going to collect any oh, of it. Oh, I think I think we should we should match it at least. We'll ma- we will match it. So yeah. wait, we're giving out our Venmo and we're going to lose money on it. Sounds about right. No, we're going to match it. Yeah, so it sounds about right. We're going to lose money, even yeah. more money. Yeah. So by paying us on Venmo, we're going to lose more money. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Guess what? It grows the economy. Benefits everybody. Hurts nobody. You tell us who you want. So say say you want, I don't know, Yaka being a Chris's Britson. mom. Yanga, Yaka being a Britson. But the reality is, like, let's all use our heads. Let's all, you know, think about things. He's probably going to want more than $10. So, I mean, what did you say? What did you say? So, so you send us a hundred. We'll match that. We'll, we'll say, then we'll DM and we'll say, Jakob, we will give you 200 to come on the show. Like that's all it takes. Even if it's for 15 minutes, we'll give you $200. That's how it's going to work. That's fair. That's how it's going to work. So I think you should just make your, your pledge proportional to, you know, the guest. That's all. All right, let's see. Let's so, see. so oh, oh, now y'all, we've we finished all the administrative work. We pushed the papers. We got the report sent over to finance. We we did all those administrative things. Now, for what? For the main attraction of the intro is the roast. 
So now we're going to do in the roast. That's that's that was the purpose of those things. Um, so now wait, we're wait, was that the thing that you thought of the pushing the papers? I, it, I had a better idea, and then Adam spilled his beer, and we had to restart you know, take two, and I can't remember what I had off the dome, and it was way cooler. But now we are going into the roast of me, and we have some good ones in this. Uh, I I have not listened to them yet, but they're pretty. I I would say you guys have upped. You guys and gals have upped your game. Correct, sure. correct. So some names in here, and again, I haven't listened. We've got David Melly on the return with the Round video two. version. Kyle Merber jumping into the mix here, video version. Uh, we've got Janie from the Cody Beer Mile as well um, and, and Buffalo Bill Racing. We've got uh, Marky Mark is back. <laughs> Brian is back. So... I think this is going to be a good one. Got some big hitters. We got some big hitters. Uh, volume less than Adam, but I think quality just intensified oh, greatly. Yeah. So, or at least that's what Adam said. Adam listened to these. I have not. So here we go. Let's fire away. To be quite frank, I um I fucking hate this guy. Got him. <laughs> hey, Kyle Merber here. Just checking in to say that Chris has. Caterpillar eyebrows and they're weirdly low on his face. Chris wants to take on trails. He can't even master the Beer Mile World title. Good luck with that one. I've heard from sources he's been offered a comp to entry into the Cody Beer Mile for the past two years and he's declined each offer. Honestly, he can't handle the altitude and pressure of a non pro race. What a jabroni. Now he wants to pose naked as an athlete body. (laughs) What's up, Beer Mile Podcast? It's me, David Melly, the host of Run Your Mouth. Back again to put your little show on my shoulders and give people someone more handsome to look at for a few minutes. It's an honor to be here roasting Chris Robertson, one of my top five favorite beer milers. Although I can only think of about three at the moment. And one of my top two favorite Beer Mile podcast hosts. Chris has really brought the Beer Mile spirit into the running podcast world. In that he's slightly above average in an extremely small niche that not many people care about. And much like the Beer Mile, getting through an entire episode often has you feeling a little nauseous and asking yourself, why did I do that again? I also love how you followed in the footsteps of another great miler, Matt Centrowitz, in that you're both 30-somethings clinging to relevance by picking fights with college kids on Instagram. (laughs) Nothing makes your extremely average penis look big like comparing it to the smallest dick in the game. (laughs) In all seriousness, congrats on the world record in the Chugger Mile. I can't wait to see what fake record you go after next because you're not fast enough to go after the real one. And... Now we return to your regularly scheduled programming of truly terrible Australian accents and even worse financial advice. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, Dave. I think Chris has been practicing fellatio more than he has been running. I mean, why are we all pretending that he hasn't gotten his chugging skills from deep-throating bananas all day? <laughs> Chris, you have got to be the most metrosexual Neanderthal I've ever seen. I mean, those eyebrows look like two woolly mammoths fighting over that meat mountain in the middle of your face. Yo, that's a good t-shirt You're somewhere idea. on the evolution scale between homo erectus and homosexual, which makes sense because in that Craig and Eric podcast, you acted like an erect homosexual the entire time. Just saying, buddy. Gotti! <laughs> Gotti! 
Dude, Jackson on the couch, like the the hangover math uh, meme, where she's just, like trying to connect all the homosexual, uh, homo sapiens, sapien. Oh man. Those are heavy hitters. I, I like those. They're, they packed a punch. Let us Absolutely. know in the comments if you want us to do more of those. I am totally down for that in the future as we start to collect some. Yeah, we. I, I would do this again. Love to have more people submit. Maybe maybe next time to get more people to do it, we can incentivize as well. You know, yeah. like think think of some way to do it. But at the people that submitted, damn, that, that was good. So. Let, it, let us know who you think got roasted harder. So Adam had more True. quantity of roast, but they're all, you know, or, you know, they were shorter and, you know, maybe hit a little different. Just let us know who you think got hit the hardest there. Comments below or whatever, somewhere, you know, part of the roast was we got to give away some stuff because that's all we do on the Beer Mall podcast. We give, 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 and we never take, take, take. So can we, can we please put the fucking Joe Biden, you know what? It's good for the economy. <laughs> Can we splice that in right now? Guess what? It grows the economy. Benefits everybody. Hurts nobody. Oh, we're trying to save the world of track and field. Okay. <laughs> so, Marky Mark and Brian, I think we gave you giveaways on the last one. So, we're going we're gonna to prioritize the new guys on this one. So... Uh, this new guy, David Melly, never heard of this guy, um, but I think he probably deserves something from the BeerMile.com swag store. David Melly, just let us know what you want. Uh, it, you know, I, we know we know you've been a big fan. We've been following along. Like you, you like all of our stuff. You comment often, so just let us know what you want. I think you're worthy at this point of yeah. getting something here. And this, and this Kyle Merber guy, he sounds like a five star subscriber. Yeah, who is this guy? I, I think he's the one that has that. Oh, okay. So there was this used to have a. Record. Yeah. So I saw in this. So like we have our email, and I was looking through the junk mail one day because you never know what's going to go there versus the inbox, and I saw. That there's this guy who's like, hey, guys, like, please promote this, like, newsletter. And I was like, oh, another freaking running newsletter. He's like, like we'll, we'll sponsor you. He's like, oh, my God. Like, I'll give you, like, $5 to promote my newsletter. Like, I really try to get to 100 subscribers. And I was like, another fucking running newsletter. And and so I, you know, I was nice to the guy. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll do, I'll do it. Like, I'll do it for free because I, like, really feel bad for you. Like, you're in a tough situation because I'm, I'm a charitable guy. Um, so... Kyle, you know, maybe the consolation prize is you can have a sweatshirt from us. So just yeah. let us know what you want. Or um, a cropped hoodie, honestly. Might, might fit yeah, a cropped hoodie might fit you a little better, bud. Uh, and, you know, guys, get him up to 100 subscribers. He's been trying for a while. Let's get him to 100, the lap count. And then uh, Janie as well. Janie, let us know if you want one of the cropped hoodies or a tank or whatever you want as well. Uh, we really appreciate she also helped us, hooked us up with this beer, Melvin, which is the sponsor for uh, the Cody race uh, series. I believe all the races, if not just the Cody Beer Mall, I think all the race series this summer. So thank you, Janie. Let us know if you would like something as well, and we will gladly hook you up. I think that's it. Uh, Really enjoyed this interview. We will catch you afterwards with the beer review. Yeah, let's dive straight into talking to Mandy about Corey McGee and her cameo. Uh, We're going right into it, hot and heavy. Here we go. Adam, could you grab behind the... Uh, oh. microphone yeah yeah one sec <laughs> <laughs>
He has to. Oh, uh, did you ice him? Yeah. <laughs> oh. That took me a second. <laughs> I was like, that whole process looks kind of familiar. So yeah. what, were your, what were your thoughts on that? I don't think she was very amused by it. Oh, well, I was, I was just confused because I was like, why is she talking to Joe so formally? Because <laughs> I like immediately thought of Joe, you know? <laughs> so that's, that was like the one thing, but she does so many um, shout out stuff that I was just like, Maybe it was like a joke because of that or something. So that was just the one thing I thought of. <laughs> Did she like bring that up with you at all in conversation? Like we, we're, we're trying to gauge whether she like hates us for it. <laughs> no. No. No, she doesn't. She doesn't hate you guys. I did like ask about it and she was just like, I was just confused. (laughs) (laughs) So, so no, she's, she's funny though. She's such a good sport about so much stuff. I just love Corey so much for like so many different reasons. I guess we're going on year 12 of being friends, which is kind of concerning. It's been that long. (laughs) Um, But she just has so many cool angles about her that you just never know what you're going to get, but it's always good. So <laughs> I guess that's my long answer. <laughs> were, were you the same class at Florida or were you different years? So I was, um, I was a year older than her, but I was her unofficial host. So she had a host and I just really liked Corey and I had no idea how good Corey was at all. Cause when I started running in high school, I just kind of fell into it. I know like a lot of people do, but I just didn't really follow it at all. I was just kind of doing my best and, you know, whatever. So then when I got to college, I was just so clueless on who was who and what good times were and all that stuff. So when Corey visited, all that I like kind of knew about her was she was coming from Mississippi and my coach was really excited about this recruit. And I was like, oh, she must be fast, whatever. So then I took her to party not a crazy party it was the boys team was like having a get together or something and all I remember is like we went upstairs and there was like a she's gonna like kill me for getting the exact story but there was like some random guy outside wearing a Darth Vader outfit so then we started making Chewbacca noises at him and this was within two hours of me knowing her and I think we just looked at each other and we're like we're gonna be best friends (laughs) (laughs) and then she I just actually stayed with her mom in Ojai a couple of weeks ago, Shauna, who's just amazing. And Shauna wanted her to go to another school or something. And then her dad wanted her to go to Florida because her dad played football at Florida, actually. Okay. So Shauna, the deal was is Shauna got to take Corey to UF. Then her dad took Corey to the, the school that Shauna wanted to go to. So they wouldn't like, you know, influence each other. Influence yeah. exactly. Yeah, so then Shauna told me at dinner when I saw her a couple weeks ago, she was like, Dang it. The first thing Corey said when we got in the car going back to Mississippi was, I'm going to Florida. <laughs> she's like, it's, it was all your fault. So, so yeah, I've known Corey for so long now, but she's still my best friend. So that's, that's what happens when you run in college with somebody, I guess. That's, that's cool that you can claim that you were the reason that she went to Florida <laughs> and had all the success that she did. But she says it. And so I'll unofficially claim it, but I know the, I know she was just so excited because Charlotte Browning was there and I think she had just won in Indoor or outdoor? Um, I don't remember, but obviously 100% went there because of the, because of the middle distance girls. But me as a um, very average runner on the team, I like to take some credit with the Chewbacca, you know, noises. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, big recruiting skills. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
So I guess uh, take us back then to like how you started running and, and running in high school and then, you know, deciding to run D1 and how, how that all went during your time at Florida. Yeah. So I grew up playing softball, baseball and softball, and I got to high school and I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to make the softball team and blah, blah, blah. And I was tiny like no muscles, kind of like toothpick, you know, I actually went to a high school, not that I wasn't the zone for. They had like a program I wanted to do whatever. So I didn't actually have any friends at all. I had like two friends from my middle school that I was close with that also went to this high school. So I got there and I like, didn't know anybody or whatever. And then I think out of survival mode, my friend was like, oh, I heard about this sport called cross country. It kind of in my mind, I thought she was talking about like lacrosse. And I was like, oh, I don't think I'd be very good at that, whatever. She's like, can you come to, can you come to practice with me? And I was like, fine. Okay. So I went to cross country practice and I had never heard of cross country. Didn't know anything. I just was, I guess, just good, good for a beginner or whatever. So then in the fall, and then when it came to track season, I was, that's the same time as softball. So I was like, screw track. I'm going to be, I'm going to be a softball player. So I tried out, I barely made JV, like barely. And then I was like a sacrifice, like bunt, bunter or whatever. <laughs> and so my, the, the track coach had to go to the athletic director and basically kick me off softball and like bar me from playing softball. So then I would do track. So then I ran track and then I think I got like, I don't remember what I got at States, like eighth maybe or something that year. So then I was like, okay, I'll stick with running. Did that all through high school and then was doing my recruiting trips. And then my, it came down to, I did my official visits at Columbia, Duke, UVA, UF. And I really hate to say this, but I took one to FSU. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, it's in my state. It's a really good team. I should, I should go check it out. And I actually really, really enjoyed my Duke visit. That was a wild visit that I was not, not anticipating from Duke. I don't know if I just, cause it's a good school. I like, wasn't thinking, you know, whatever, but that was like a wild visit. And then I got to Florida and I was like, Oh, Florida's like a party school. I'm going to have such a, I'm going to, it's going to like be Duke, Duke's recruiting visit. It's going to be so wild. And I think we went to a fondue party or something. And I was like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. This is, this is the school for me, which is not the right thing. I shouldn't be thinking, Oh, what kick-ass recruiting trip did I have? Yeah. But yeah, I ended up picking UF just because my parents went there and it made a lot of sense. It's a really good academic school. Yeah like all around sports school. I think like for the 2012 Olympics, there was some stack. If UF was a country, it would have placed like second at the Olympics or something crazy because of swimming, obviously, and track. So I really liked also how UF had the um, balance of school, sports, personal life. And it had that classic college experience feel with the old college town and stuff. Um, So yeah, so so that's kind of why I picked it. And I like the coach and the team just kept getting each year so many cool girls just started coming to the team. So I just got super lucky. So did does Florida hold true to what you had on your visit where it's pretty lame, not much going on, or did it, <laughs> did it get a little bit better from there? It, it hands down, it, <laughs> I would not go back and change anything. I would not change because sometimes, you know, the thoughts like creep in my head and I'm like, oh, should I have gone to an Ivy League or something like that? But now I'm working in a a job that that I love and I love all my coworkers and my friends and I have my teammates. And I just I just look back and I'm like, no, I I made the totally right decision because UF was so 
international too. Like I, I lived with this girl from Belgium who's on the tennis team. And then obviously Jen was um, Australian Charlotte was British. And it was like that with every team. It was just, it was just really cool. And I look back at some of the times that, that we had at school and we would work our butts off at practice, like crazy, crazy swamp temperature, humidity, all that stuff. And then, then we would just have like a great game day and you couldn't believe it all happened on the same day sometimes, you know? So yeah, it definitely was not reflective of a fondue uh, (laughs) recruiting trip. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. So it sounds like you kind of picked it both, I mean, both for the athletic side, but also academics. Like that was a key part of the decision. During your time there, did you ever like think that you would like want to go on to run professionally? Like, was that the goal or did you like, were you always thinking that you were going to start a career after that and go that path instead? Yeah, it was never the goal. Um, I hate saying that because it sounds like I'm not like dreaming big or something, but I think I just had such, sorry, you can hear that. It's my Slack <laughs> and email and everything. Yes, we're going to that noise all day. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I, I should probably turn that off. I can use a Slack plus one. Yeah. Here it goes. Yeah, <laughs> we actually just got on it uh, this year. And I'm such a late adopter. I'm like such a grandma with technology and stuff that, it's like, I'm not going to use Slack. Like, this is so stupid. It's just like one more crap I have to figure out. And now I'm like on Slack all day. Like, <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, no, I never really thought that. I think that for my whole high school experience and career, it was more just figuring it out. It was just me and my coach trying to figure it out. I think when I got to college, I just thought I'll just keep figuring it out. And it's crazy because I learned the most from my teammates coming from really strong backgrounds and running since they were in middle school and what, you know, whatever. So, but yeah, just compared to where my team teammates were realistically, I was like, I'm not, um, you know, at a place where I'm going to make any crazy progress to be there at any point, but it actually has been really helpful in my job, you know, obviously with those experiences. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I did it because I just kept going with it because, um, I just think it teaches you so much as a person, of course, you know, to, to work that hard towards something you love and not necessarily come out going to NCAAs or winning SECs or, you know, going to trials. Um, so when I see people who are, who are training, not tied to a sponsor or not having any sort of um, contract to me, that's so impressive because you just love it. And I um, actually learned this phrase recently, core Lord. Have you guys heard of that? I haven't heard that. It's like my new new favorite thing. I guess like it's it's like surfing. It's like someone who just does it for the love of, of the surf and the sport. And it's waking up at the crack of dawn and go get some waves for you know all that kind of stuff. And um, I just it's like the most beautiful phrase to me now. It's just doing it for the love of it. And so right now the biggest core lord to me is David Kilgore for sure. He's like literally running in the desert as we speak. <laughs> so yeah, long long winded response, but I appreciate all all the levels of, of running. Yeah, definitely. So being very close with Corey and Jen then, and they have gone on to run professionally. Like, do you, if you could have had that talent, like, do you envy that lifestyle or like knowing that lifestyle and all the, you know, the hard work and sacrifice and dedication that they have to put into it? Like, are you, are you happier? Like, do you think you're happier where you're at than you would be in that sort of a job? That's a really great, great question. I've, I've actually asked myself this before. I, I love now getting to be a fan of the sport and I love, love getting to be the support system for 
Jen and Corey up until the pandemic last year, I, I made it a, like a really strict point that I would see Jen at least, at least once every two years, but try to do once a year. And I, I think I pretty much did once a year since we graduated. Um, and that was usually around a big race, um, obviously Rio Olympics and then worlds in London and all these, you know, Commonwealth back in Australia. I went to all of those. I was planning on going to Tokyo. Um, but just selfishly not having to deal with the pressure and the nerves and being able to be like full focus on Jen or Corey and just like whatever they need. And it, and it helps obviously coming from that background because you know, I know so yeah, yeah, I know when to shut up and I know when not to bring something else up. That's not important right now. And yeah. like, you know, that that's, you know, what they may need that they're not asking for at the time. So I really enjoyed that. And I really enjoyed continuing to bond with them in those ways. And so I'm very at peace with it. I run now just for mental clarity and all, yeah. all that stuff. But yeah. For now, I'm just really enjoying being a fan and a friend and a support system. <laughs> For sure. I I think that that's like one of the things I've learned most about doing this podcast and getting to know pro runners is that the more that I talk to, I almost think like, I don't want to be a pro runner. Like I I think there, there is so much, so like hats off to everyone that does it because there is so much sacrifice that it takes like every single day. And I don't know, I like to live a little more. um, I don't know what the word is. Like if I, in the moment, if I feel like, Hey, I yeah, I want to go out with my friends tonight. I just want to be able to do that and not like regret it and be like, Oh, but that screwed up my training and stuff like that. I want to, uh, yeah, be able to kind of live in the moment a little bit more. And so I definitely feel for athletes that they can only do that really a few weeks of the year or maybe a month of the year when it's the off season and they uh, have to be very focused the rest of the year. So I don't know, I'm kind of learning. I always had a vision that like, I'd love to be a pro runner, but I don't know if I would honestly, after learning a little bit more about the sacrifices it takes. Yeah, I'm totally, I agree with everything you said. I respect the hell out of them. Yeah. I just, the reason why I respect the hell out of them is the same reason why I like, I'm like, oh man, I'm like, having a beer right now. Yeah, I can do that because I'm not a pro athlete. Exactly. <laughs> I'm turning off my email and Slack just for <laughs> <laughs> super exciting stuff. <laughs> yeah, that was just getting ridiculous. Yeah, I need to like change my uh we use we use Teams. I don't know if you can change the default noise cuz I have no idea. I really, turned off all the noises on my dude, computer. I'm I'm sick of it. it gets I'm so re- over it. It gets really <laughs> triggering after how long have you worked from home? Like 18 months or something like that. Yeah. Work from home. Yeah. Permanent work from home. Do you intend to go back to the office at any point? Like, is that part of the plan or are you just going to be permanently remote your choice? So I don't know yet. I don't know. I will say though, that I really enjoyed being able to be in different cities and markets and going home, for example, to Florida. I, I went to a couple track. Well, I went, I went to one track meet at my old high school and just seeing the runners and what they're wearing and what they're like, what they're talking about, what's lighting them up. I really enjoy getting that more firsthand than being in one city all year and reading it from like a blog or an article. I'd rather just, and my first job at Nike was in Miami and that, that was a huge part of my job was, you know, making these reports and stuff of how runners really were in a big city like Miami. So so I don't know. I'm personally going to ride this wave as long as possible, but we'll see. Yeah. yeah but it's, it's also value add to your job as well. I guess that's a good segue into uh, describing a little bit about what you do with working at Nike. 
uh, yeah, what, what does it mean to be like a brand manager there and whatever you're able to tell us about kind of what you oversee or what you work on. I'm sure the listeners would be curious because, uh, yeah, I think a lot of, a lot of people would love to know what it's like to work at Nike. Yeah. So I'm in brand marketing and the best way to describe it is you think of like a wheel, my team and myself are in the the center of it. So we're brand marketing and then it kind of goes into retail brand and digital brand and, and, you know, all these kind of things that we support, but we're not necessarily driving ourselves. You know, like there's like a whole team doing like .com and the apps and, you know, all that, that sort of stuff. So before last year and the job that I interviewed and got and was in for, for about a year was uh, North America running brand specialist. And now our company went through reorg. So now we're split into performance and lifestyle. The whole idea is that, you know, making it more you know, someone's journey with the, with the product and going about their day is that there's more integration between Nike in their life as a, as a performance product and then also a, a lifestyle product. So now I'm on the women's cause it's now gender based women's um, performance brand team. So now, it's, now instead of just doing running, I do um, yoga training. Um, I'll deal with product sometimes with like, you know, basketball or tennis or something like that, but mostly it's um, running training and now yoga. So that's been cool. Um, and my coworkers at work, I think they know that I have such a passion for running and they will throw me a bone and let me work on like a fun running thing or like bring me into Olympic trials planning or, or Olympic something or, um, but I know the day is coming where I'm going to be working on like a basketball, <laughs> a basketball project or something. So, <laughs> so we'll see, but, but yeah, it's cool. Um, I get to do so much random stuff. It's someone actually asked me this the other day and it was hard to fully answer because of all the different things we do that don't repeat the next day. Like, um, like one time, you know, we, the people that we see product to is always super interesting and why, and, um, the projects that we get to work on and why, and, um, it is pretty, it's pretty cool to see what Nike is, is prioritizing now and how we're getting after that. And so, yeah, um, it's pretty cool. I'm, I'm pretty lucky that I landed here. Yeah, definitely. So is Nike, it seems like at least, uh, you know, from a running performance standpoint, Nike's kind of dominating the track world a little bit. <laughs> uh, I mean, is that, is that all part of the master plan that, that you guys are, uh, you know, trying to take over, <laughs> take over the world in the performance side or. <laughs> all, all that I can say about that, that pretty much sums it up is that, um, is that the product, the product team and the product is just, so innovative and killing it with what they're able to do that there's not much need for a, a brand team. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of speaking for itself. So, um, so yeah, I, I always like to check and see what's the newest thing with the newest shoe and who's, who's wearing it. It's always, it's always interesting to me to see like the, the disguise tactics. And yeah. stuff. I was just going to bring that like between that and other companies like on running, for example, have come out and said like, yeah, our, our athletes are allowed to wear non on branded shoes for like mm -hmm. the Olympic trials. I'm curious, like from your perspective, do you think that's like a, a pro or a con that 
they get to like pro- they're probably gonna wear like dragonflies or insert yeah. insert really nice Nike shoe, but they're covering it up or disguising it in some way. Oh, I I personally, I mean, this is me. I'm I should have the disclaimer. I'm not speaking on behalf of Nike. Yeah, Nike but, um, I I think it's a cool thing because whatever they want to do more power to them if whatever works for i'm very pro people doing what makes them happy and what's best for them so if that's staying in their brand or not you know whatever but um i guess you know those companies came to that decision there's very smart people at those companies that decided that was the best move um so yeah i'm I'm interested to see at the trials what happens yeah unsolicited advice i feel like Nike should come out with an edition of the dragonflies that's just like an all white because that's how because that's how most that's how most people are like painting over anyway. Like, oh, it still looks like a Nike shoe. (laughs) Adam, could you grab behind the uh, microphone? Yeah, yeah, one sec. (laughs) (laughs) He has to. Oh, did you ice him? (laughs) (laughs) That took me a second. I was like, that whole process looks kind of familiar. <laughs> I also had my second COVID shot like a couple hours ago. So hopefully when I'm okay. up in the morning and have to wake up for work, it doesn't hit me like a sledgehammer. <laughs> well, that was very impressive for multiple reasons then that you're like nursing a the second dose that you did that so effortlessly. And then you just like pick back up conversations like after just like... <laughs> I, I feel like you kind of forget how small ices are, though. Like, ice, ices are only 10 ounces, right? Uh, it's like 11 ounces, yeah. Okay. It's a little bit smaller. Little guy. Yeah. Oh, I mean, barely little, but sure. Remember when that was just like the craze in 2011 or something? That's how you, you know? knew. That's how I knew I was getting older, where like people would ice you. And unless you were on like a bachelor party or some special event, I was like, dude, I'm like old. I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I, that's what I've, I've had an old moment recently where I'm turning 30 and I just was thinking about what I want to do for my, my birthday. And I was like, I just want to go to like a nice hotel for a night and just read. And just like, <laughs> yeah, you sound very old and boring. <laughs> Maybe like have some champagne. Have. <laughs> I was like, oh no, but it happens to the best of us, right? For sure. <laughs> I think even like when I turned 21 or 22 i was talking to my now fiance and i was like yeah i kind of just want to like go golf alone (laughs) really boring (laughs) you alone hits diff yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i totally feel that though what are okay now now i guess that the drinking thing just came up i'm curious so we've we've asked a couple other guests this too like what was the what were the big drinking games at college so at florida what what was like the go-to uh games that you guys would do oh man um definitely beer pong I guess that's like everyone's kind of answer but our team went to parties in like packs and we would like dress not like dress up but we would like you know get all like cute and excited we'd get ready together and we'd go but we were so freaking competitive like to to like the almost that's like (laughs) cringe like competitive like can't just take it as a game and so um we had this like christmas party once and one of the girls on our team was like so freaking competitive and she like lost the last like throw or something and like had like a a crisis because because we because like her i think it was 
I don't know who her teammate was with, but Corey was definitely there and was like, we were trying to like comfort her while like not laughing, you know, but, um, but yeah, Burr Pong, um, Flip Cup. And they were always really fun when Jen's family would come because they would like learn the American games and get like really into it and stuff. And of course that's just, they they could out drink all of us um and they just like couldn't believe how cheap everything was like we would yeah. go down to grog or swamp or whatever and you could get um like penny pitchers and like beat the clock all that stuff and they were just like we just can't believe like you well, know so like whatever like in florida specifically alcohol is really cheap yeah which is which is how (laughs) exactly. And so like when I graduated college and I came back the first year and I was like, you know, making some money, I had like an income (laughs) and you come back and you're, you like think you're like the big shot and you're like, Oh, put it on my tab. It's like, five. it's like your tab comes to like $23. You're just like signing the bill. You're like, no problem guys. No problem. (laughs) Looking out for the little guys here, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's just something cool about SEC schools, how I, I know I'm biased, but um, yeah, it's <laughs> those game days are different. Like the nightlife is different. It's just, I don't know. That's, that's, that's almost like when we go to some meets, uh, because I know like on a relative scale, like who generally makes what as a professional runner Sometimes when we go to bars, I'm like, no, 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 like I think I think Chris and I are probably okay to like just pay for it. (laughs) It's like, ah, well, you didn't hit your bonus time this meet, so like we got it. We got got you. It's like it's like the um, that meme or whatever that like circulates every Olympics. That's like uh, they need to throw in an average person with every to show it's like here's this person who just ran this incredible time like just defying human body standards and then you're like oh man like you should be i again i am biased like my friends are pro athletes you guys have the same you know friends and you're just like man you guys are doing insane stuff (laughs) exactly exactly that is that is such a good feeling when you like i I haven't gone back to iowa state where we went for a a few years now but yeah that year or two after you graduate you go (laughs) back and you like you feel like you're rich like handing the bartender a 20 dollars bill you're like oh yeah like 10 10 drinks just pile them all out here yeah you're like whatever shots this comes to (laughs) just however this runs out yeah exactly i mean it's probably the same like i assume portland is relatively expensive compared to other places i would assume so like whenever we leave chicago i'm like well it's like three or four dollars a beer that's pretty cheap yeah yeah you're not gonna get like much more expensive than a big city so like pretty much everywhere we travel is gonna be probably cheaper which is Mm -hmm. nice which is nice portland was sneaky actually like especially coming from miami i thought that i was gonna be saving so much money and you know whatever. And then you get to a bar and they're like, Oh, this is of a maple essence with uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. And this, it was, and it's like, I don't care. It's, I don't care. Just, I don't want to pay $12 for this beer, but, um, but yeah, Portland's kind of sneaky with that stuff. It's more about the uh, vineyards, right? Yeah. They have vineyards they have vineyards and they have, um, breweries like everywhere. I feel like there's a couple neighborhood breweries, um, all that stuff, but it's definitely fun over the summer for sure. Yeah. But, but it's all, it's all fancy. It's yeah, all like, it's all like pinky up kind of, kind of drinking. <laughs> it's, 
I mean, not all, obviously, but uh, but we, I mean, we definitely get that here too. You have the people who are like super beer snobs or whatever, and it's like, oh no, like I'm not. Why would I ever stoop to drinking that beer? True. It's like, oh, oh yeah, like when you go to a bar, I like think I like ordered like a Corona or something, and I was just like, so, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, like it's like not fancy, like dressing up and like scene fancy, but but yeah, a lot of the places it's just very top of the line things, which is great, but. I will say dressing up for bars coming from the middle of uh, COVID and then going to the meet in Texas, everyone was like, well, so like you have to wear jeans and like not a shitty shirt. And I was like, what? Like, <laughs> I don't think I've worn jeans in a year. <laughs> it was such a culture. Shock. Dressing up. Yeah. What's that? And I had, I had market travel um, come visit me in Miami. So like basically that's when um, Nike, product line managers or like people who need insights come to big cities to check it out and you know, whatever. And I'd have to say, you, you like basically make them an itinerary of what you're, what you're going to show them and why and the different cultural spots and stuff. And then we'd go to um, a bar or a restaurant. And so many times we couldn't get in because they would come in like jeans and you know like whatever and like cargo shorts and then so then at the bottom of my email I started had, having to like write a little dress code uh-huh. and they're like they're like who does this girl think she is like setting up a dress code for our market travel and I'm like hey <laughs> trying to help you out <laughs> yeah I feel like Chicago for being a big city like I've gone out multiple times in like my Nike shams yeah I don't I don't think of anywhere that actually has a dress code like obviously most people will dry, dress nicer when you go to a lot of places, but like, I don't think they would ever like stop you at the no, door, No, which, which a lot of cities they do. Like, I guess we don't really have a big like club scene. That's the one piece yeah. that's not where, where clubs. Yeah. There's pretty much always a dress code places like that. But God, speaking of chance, we really need to get the line <laughs> in on that. Do you know what, do you know what chance are? Wait, spell it. S H A N T S S chance short pants. Oh, so like, don't you have don't you have Nike shants? Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. <laughs> so like, capris? I, they're basically it, they're, yeah, they're man money. They're, they're man freeze. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I like probably six months ago, I picked up a pair of these Nike like men capris, and I they were like twenty dollars at one of the random uh, Nike has like a specific discount store, uh, and I haven't been able to find them. So I need I need oh. the the line in on where to get these shants again. I'm trying to even picture are they like lifestyle or like performance pants lifestyle performance for sure lifestyle. definitely lifestyle yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, like what color were they they're like gray with a maybe a tint of green in them i think tint of green. interesting i don't know i'll keep it up store because nobody wanted yeah. them <laughs> dude they're they're so comfortable men should be allowed to wear capris that's all i'm saying metal <laughs> pictures <laughs> like the old lady way of saying it i'll keep an eye out for you so so what uh a common question that our listeners like us to ask us is like how balancing like at your time in florida how, how did you see people balancing like running with like you know living the college lifestyle mm-hmm. what were there rules about like dry seasons or was it just like you know balance in season like how did how did your team approach that there so technically we were supposed to be dry season all year round, which I don't think is realistic because A, if you tell a bunch of college college kids to do something, they're going to want to do the opposite. Exactly. Um, and then you also have to like have a release. And 
we're all there to be good. It's not like we're trying to like sabotage ourselves. So it's not like we were doing irresponsible things every weekend. Like, you know, it was when we thought it was okay, but, um, but, but that's just to say, I think our team was, had a really healthy balance of knowing when to be serious and then knowing when we could afford to um, like let loose. And I, I think we had, we kind of had a bad influence with the swim team because they're, they're, they're like swim hard, play hard. Yeah full force, 100%, no break, just keep going to the point where, um, I knew a few swimmers who actually would keep, uh, speedo in their back pocket when they would like go out because they would go straight to practice. No way. Yeah, That like was a thing. So I was by no means on that level. <laughs> Were they like take a nap in the locker room or like, I guess, I don't know. I like do not condone that going that hard, yeah. but uh, yeah. So, cause you know how like teams kind of, kind of will almost turn into like sport frats and sororities. Yeah. 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 So we hung out a lot with either the baseball team or the swim team. Okay. And the baseball team was like pretty chill. Like, you know, like good old boys, they just want to stay home and dip and drink their bud, you know, but <laughs> they were fun, but like chill. And then the swim team was like, out of control because a lot of them were from like Europe, like, and who they can like handle it because they, you know, kind of grew up with it. And, um, but that's when like Ryan Lochte was still there and he was kind of the ringleader and, um, you know, paying for everyone's bar tabs. Then you're like, why not? But, um, but, but yeah, I think that, I think our team was good. I think we were good and we could have always, you know, maybe, and our coach's eyes been a little bit better, but I think we were good. Of course. Yeah. The, and, and runners are, I guess really all athletes. It is kind of funny. Cause it is like, uh, like you, you were saying earlier too, like the competitiveness, I feel like it's also just like, I don't know, you're, you're, you're competitive as well, like in drinking and going out and just you're because I don't know, for whatever reason, like runners are very good at going hard basically like when, when they when you decide to like be like all right i'm gonna have a big night it's pretty easy for runners to do that it's like i'm going all in and i don't know i don't know what it is with the, i think that's probably all sport they're all athletes though but I, it's, it's true and it's funny because your athletic your athlete side kicks into where you even start preparing to go hard oh yeah yeah like a race, a race you're like okay in two days like this is this is what I'm going to be wearing. This is, this is what I'm going to start out with like all that stuff. So like mentally like you're yeah. running through the scenarios, you, you like, get your, like your water bottle and everything by your bedside, ready to go. So you <laughs> chug it when you get home, you got your Pedialyte ready to go. Uh, yeah, no, I, it, yeah, it's all planned out. I mean, yeah, runners are pretty organized people overall. They know what they're getting themselves into. <laughs> yeah. And my, my boss, even like my CFE, like my year review or whatever, one year he wrote that I was like, like kind of scary competitive. And I was like, Oh my God, I didn't really, I was like, is that bad? Like, am I coming across that way at work? Like not a good teammate. He's like, no, no, it's great. It's great. But I'm just like, it's just funny when you're, when you grow up an athlete or, or whatever, like how it comes out in your Career. other parts of your life. Yeah. yeah. You Which I'm sure you guys have too. Can, yeah. That's why I was gonna say, that's why athletes like it's, a lot of, a lot of athletes, especially when they're done being pro, like struggle to find a job because they've never had a job. But then also some people recognize that like athletes are, could be really good workers because they are so competitive and like they can yeah. focus on something and like go all in on it. And so, yeah, there, I think it does come out and work. Like you, 
whether the second you stop competing and running or whatever sport you're in, it's like, you got to go somewhere with that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it doesn't yeah, leave you. It, it, yeah. That, that same desire doesn't leave you. So it's like, where are you going to go with it? Are you going to like keep pursuing running on your own? Or are you going to just, yeah, go all in on a job or like, yeah. I don't know, all in on family, something else, but there's got to be something to channel that yeah. into. You can definitely yeah. tell like at work who, if you have any like former athletes in the mix. Yeah. Yeah. yeah who those are. They stick out like sore thumbs. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> at, at Nike, does that, is that like a pretty common thing to have former athletes in the mixed um, yes, um, it is. And I think there's pretty, there's a healthy mix of like former athletes. And then of course we have really talented artists and designers and, you know, that sort of stuff. Um, and then, um, but my, but my first job was being an Eakin and I think some people know what that is and some don't, but don't it's basically it's Nike spelled backwards because you have to know the product and the consumer and everything frontwards and backwards. And, you know, <laughs> okay. yeah, it's like, that's some good corporate Kool-Aid. I like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, so Phil Knight is said to be the first Eakin because he was slinging, you know, shoes out of the back of his van at track meets and stuff. And then, um, and then the first generation of Eakin started in the eighties. So Mark Parker was an Eakin, um, a bunch of like, you know, leaders and stuff like that. And so the whole idea behind it is that it's an entry point into Nike when you're out of college, um, where you do a bunch of different stuff. You just kind of see what you like and um, you learn all about Nike heritage and and whatever. So uh, I was an Eakin for three and a half years in Miami. That was the job before I went to Portland. Um, but yes, there's a lot of athletes and that level of competitiveness, we had to get together like three or four times a year at headquarters to just learn about the next season stuff and, you know, bring back to our market. And it was like putting half quarterbacks and half valedictorians in like a shoebox and just shaking it up like this and then being like, okay, now go perform. And so, <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's, just, it is, it's funny how it can come out like that. Yeah. But, but it's good. I'm still really close friends with, the Eakins I was with like in my class and um, or the group when I was there, they're still my best friends at Nike and um, some aren't still there. Some have moved on. Some are still there and they're, they're all doing pretty amazing stuff. So it was a cool transition after being on a sports team to being on a really close knit like work team with similar backgrounds. So, so I really enjoyed that. Yeah, that's cool. Does, does Nike have like, I guess obviously when, when you're actually at an office, but are there like sports, sports leagues and like intramurals and like all sorts of stuff. I could just imagine that Nike would have something like that. Like everyone after work goes and plays sand volleyball or soccer or something. Yeah. Um, they do. And, but the biggest one is soccer because we have so many, sorry, again, my, (laughs) um, person, we understand. (laughs) We get it. Um, yeah, speaking of important, that's like kind of awkward that you haven't accepted our LinkedIn requests, but like, it's fine. Oh, I kept it. Adams, right? <laughs> Wait, this did you, where did you send your connection request yesterday? I think last night after we finished. Okay, well, there you go. The, yeah. Look at that. I was like, wait, I accepted one of them. I think that's who it was. <laughs> um, but yeah, LinkedIn is so funny. Like the messages that, that yeah, LinkedIn. LinkedIn I, yeah. I'm pretty close to like just not logging in ever again. Why? What's wrong with LinkedIn? What do you have against it? Dude, LinkedIn is the cringiest place I've ever been on the internet. <laughs> oh, wow. yeah. 
I mean, so obviously getting random recruiter or in-mail stuff. Yeah. Annoying, but besides that, but it's, it's not just that. like, okay. well, I mean, there's that, but it's just like, it's like a weird hustle porn. Like, <laughs> why do I want to see, oh, I woke up at 5 a.m. to talk to a client. I don't give a shit. Like, I don't care. There are yeah. a lot of people that use it as their, because instead of, I mean, instead of posting on whatever Instagram or TikTok, they go on and they go on LinkedIn and it's like professional. And then, yeah. but they like basically, yeah, try to prove a point that they grind harder than everybody else or yeah. get that like reshared. Like, yeah. Yeah, but just don't. It's gotten very Facebooky, hasn't it? It has gotten very Facebooky, but like that's why I don't know. I don't go through and scroll my my home feed on LinkedIn every day. Like I don't know. You just can't yeah. do that. Well, that's the thing that. is, like, I deleted Facebook a little while ago, so probably. Like well, you didn't delete Facebook because you still have Instagram. We well, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> so you never. I, it's, it's not on the standpoint of like I care about my data because like, it's just yeah. You, you got my data. I get it. <laughs> it's not really like useful to use Facebook right yeah. now the way it's set up. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. Like I, I love the messages from college kids. Cause I, I appreciate the hustle. Like I, we were, yeah. we've all been there. Um, but I got this one message the other day and like the subject line was just all caps urgent. Um, like oh, no. great candidate for Nike. And it was like a sophomore or something. And it was like, I am like, you know, all this stuff about working at Nike. And I was like, love the hustler attitude. I just like, hit me up in like two years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just funny. Yeah. Trying so, to, trying to give you anxiety, like all caps, like it's this urgent. Yeah. I'm like, oh no. What is this? I, I, I can only imagine, like, luckily I, I think our the company we work for isn't like, I don't know. It's not something that college kids are like, oh my God, I got to work there. You know, yeah. it's a, it's a you know standard company, but Nike, like any distance runner in well, not only running, but especially distance runners, because that's the world we're in. Distance runners in high school, they're all like, God, wouldn't it be awesome to work at Nike? I feel like that's what every kid says. Yeah. And and, I'm, and then also, I'm sure that's true for other sports as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Nike. So I can only imagine that you and everyone else at Nike that's, you know, relatively high up just gets spammed like crazy with messages. And I try to answer. I appreciate it. Like, I, I feel bad whenever the random kids, like when someone does randomly reach out and they're like, oh, I also went to Iowa State, like would love to talk about jobs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I don't like, I, I can't hire you. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's the thing is like, I always, well, first I always try to answer as many as humanly possible because people answered mine. So it's just like a pay it forward thing. But then I always have to like disclaimer it with like, I literally am unable to hire you. <laughs> like I can give you the best like tools and like background and then like guide you to the next step. But um, I'm not that important like whatsoever. Like I'm not even close to being that important. <laughs> um but, but yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty funny. Um, and then I, when they ask how I got there, they are always so disappointed when I say I kind of like fell into it or it was like serendipitous. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's the answer. I'm sorry. Like, you know, but I think yeah. that's, that's like most, not like careers, but that's most jobs where like, yeah, I kind of, I mean, that's, that's how a lot of things work out. That, that's how, that's how we ended up at Virgin. Pulse. That's how it's like, well, that's, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say that's how I, that's how I would explain all of my job switches and career stuff is all just like I'm happened to meet someone at the Mm -hmm. right time and it just worked out and wasn't trying for it. So I think that's pretty common. Yeah. So true. It's just be prepared, like keep meeting people. Like, I don't know. Um, networking doesn't have to be cringy. That's what I always try to tell my myself. Cause like we were talking about LinkedIn can get cringy. I, it just makes me so uncomfortable to, to pitch myself and to, you know, be like the King Kong, like I do this, I can do that. You know what I mean? Like I, it just yeah. makes me so uncomfortable. So like, I don't know. 
It's wild that's out there. Good, that's such a good tagline for like an alternative LinkedIn. Like <laughs> ne- networking doesn't have to be cringy. <laughs> yeah. There's, but there's it is. One. It's like you're you're trained. You're you're told you like you got to go network. You got to yeah. do like so. Then people like show up at I don't know like not not lately, but like oh, you go to meetups or whatever, and you're like oh I, like we're networking. Dude, but it's I, like everyone there is like networking, whatever that means. But you're just yeah. I don't know. You're just awkwardly talking to people and sliding business yeah. cards around. It's like what are we actually doing? I don't know what we're doing. Yeah, it's like are you really gonna follow up with me or is that what you? <laughs> that's just like what you've been. T- yeah. So I remember those. They used to make us do those at. US, they'd have these like networking functions and we had to go to them because I think the school was just worried we, <laughs> we would just graduate and just be like, now what? But yeah, um, yeah. and the, the companies that would like show up, like bless their heart, like, you know, but it was like craft foods and like these different things that when you're all like bright eyed and b- bushy tailed after college, you're not like thinking you're not thinking holistically and this way, way open um, right. realm of possibilities of like, Oh, there actually could be a cool job here. You're just like, I don't know. I just I think like two companies that I want to work for. Exactly. That. Yes. Yeah, yeah yes. exactly. So um, I feel like ours is honestly like, especially for not quite when you're graduating. Um, but when you, when you're like looking for internships, it was so funny at our career fair. You'd be like, hello, I am a, a junior. And, <laughs> And I don't really know anything, but I'd like to work for you. And then I, <laughs> yeah. we only we only have full time positions. So it's like, what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> and then and you hand them your resume, and like, like you're whatever you're a sophomore or junior. So your resume is like, oh, I completed my thermodynamics class, and I completed this. Yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah. Well, the school completed that class. Like that's what you had to do to graduate. <laughs> it's like, oh, funny. Oh gosh, yeah. Man, looking back at that, like I would show up those with like that dorky like leather pad folio thing. Like, yes. I had, like it made me like any more legit and I'm still yeah. like 19 and I'm just like, yeah, uh, you know, and you're like, can, can proficiently work Excel. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. You walk out of there and you're like, I think, I think I did a good job. I, 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 I crushed it. Yeah. <laughs> No, the, recruiter, the recruiters were totally like, "Oh, she's fancy. She's got that nice portfolio. Yeah. Like, you gotta hire her. She's got we, good taste." Yeah, we had a we had a specific. There was like a store on campus that all they did was they had like fancy paper at, and you would <laughs> like it, you would just go there and wait for like an hour to print, to print, to print like <laughs> resumes. It's like, what are we doing? Like, if you had that guidance counselor who was like, it has to be eight pound stock. Yeah, like right. I recommend, I recommend using this one. I've also seen some good results with like this one. Yeah. Saying, it's like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> it's so funny, and that's like before all. Now I feel like they have TikTok and YouTube and Instagram. Like, there is some actually like really good tips on those things, and yeah. um. Yeah, back then, that sounds bad when I say back then, like I'm ancient, but you, it was just you and your little, like I had business cards. Oh, like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, what do you put on a business card? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, we, we got business cards for working for our company. How many have I given out? Zero. <laughs> like, they're just sitting in my drawer, not doing anything. But it is, it is crazy to think about, though, like the, yeah, I don't know. Like handing out physical resumes, caring about the thickness of it, all those, all those like little things. And it's like now, yeah, you apply online, and people figured out other ways to stand out. I would but also at the same time, people figured out ways to make themselves look ridiculous too. I guess yeah. TikTok is one one mm-hmm. thing where it's like either help your help your chances of getting a job, or maybe kill your chances of getting a job by what yeah. you put on there. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I would probably be unemployable if I graduated right now. Like I don't. <laughs> 
You, like, so you hosting a beer mile podcast and doing drink chugging beers on camera? Is that? Is oh that no, 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 no! I just mean like I don't really know how to use TikTok or like me either. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's a job requirement. I, dude, I, I don't like young people who are much younger than us. Like their brains work differently, and like I don't think they do pick up we, on things. Really, we quickly. would we would be like our parents' generation, where it's like, well, make sure that like instead of paper clipping, you should use one of those like. Oh. things it's like shut up mom <laughs> yeah you know what's so bad is tiktok they're starting to have like aesthetics and it's like oh an aesthetic from 2012 and i'm like mm, that is not an aesthetic like i was in college then or the, i saw one that almost made me just want to delete the app it was like footage from high school in like 2008 or something and the caption was Look at them. They just seem so carefree, you know, just before the world got complicated. And I was like, okay, you're you're like you're like making it seem like this is like the 60s or something. Right. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Jesse is wild. At an old diner. Like, yeah, still using <laughs> yeah. the, the flip phone razor and whatnot. <laughs> I I was somebody, my one of my sister's friends who's like a couple years younger than I am, recommended a Spotify playlist that has like a ton of shit from like early 2000s on it and it was like one song I'd be like oh this is such a great song like this is this is on it like prom or like this is a banger and then like 90 percent of them trigger my fight or flight response where i'm like dude i can like smell the gym full of <laughs> my god. oh my god yeah like the worst the worst is when like i'm sure you guys had homecoming at your school school and then like prom was like maybe somewhere fancy yeah. homecoming out of florida gym in like september or october no air conditioning oh, oh. yeah it was there was why, levels to it why did the like, guys why, yeah why even dress up like why why put on a suit why put on makeup like what's the point <laughs> then like the teachers who um chaperone like vo- volunteer or chaperone or whatever you'd see them the next monday you just be like Mm, that wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get low. I totally wasn't there. For that. I was in the bathroom. <laughs> why? Why would guys tie like myself included? Why would we put our ties around our foreheads to sweat? So cringy. Why would you ever do that? Oh my god, that's like the equivalent to when the girls like were wore like Converse with their dresses. They're like, yeah. I'm not like yeah. other girls. I'm a cool oh, girl. Yeah, I'm not like other girls. <laughs> Just take your heels off and hide them behind the bleachers like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, we get it. We, you brought flats. We got it. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It's so funny. But I would not want to be in high school. Like, I know everyone says this is about their generation. Like, I'm so glad I went when I did before, you know, screen time took over. Like, yeah. Good times. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know. I, I like, I think I, yeah, I think I like the less technology, like trying trying to think about like, would it be better now? Would it not be better now? Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it, it was nice to not have, dude, not every, be staring at a phone all the time and just like actually single, be hanging out with people. Like imagine if every single homecoming like was just like recorded and oh, that's, read, that's a good uh, point. You had yeah. like footage on Instagram from it. Like, that's a good point. I don't want footage from when I'm in ninth grade. I have, I have stupid things. I have early pictures on my Facebook that I'm like, yeah, those, yeah, God, totally, totally random, but have you do you follow David Ribich on Instagram? I don't think so. If you like cringy old Facebook posts, he'll occasionally from like 12 years ago post uh on his story like what he put on Facebook and it's like 
just like crushed a workout, gonna gonna go like can't wait for homecoming. And it's like, oh my god, yeah. There is something so unique about like that age, high school runner boys. Like, yeah, just I don't know. They don't need a diary. I think it's so funny. I yeah, our team was was like pretty funny which is like awesome like those are the guys that you love to hang out with because they're yeah, just so yeah. sweet and like h- harmless <laughs> I know this is probably like not what high school boys want to hear that we think about them you know like <laughs> that age but I don't know they're just the nice sweet guys I don't know <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get let's just do some I have a bunch of rapid fire questions let's just go go with some rapid fire questions okay, okay. I, I was gonna like bring up some of them not rapid fire but let's do it rapid fire but it doesn't have right, let's do it. but it also doesn't have to be rapid fire there's no rules so it's just you know, so we have some questions so we have some questions <laughs> <laughs> to get to know you of course uh okay let's let's go with uh let's go with favorite type of beverage let's start there Ooh, coffee coffee okay black or cream sugar ice how, how do we how are we doing the coffee you, I, not to be a hardo but i like black coffee i don't know hey, that's fair that's great yeah. respect the linkedin grind i got it yeah i'm just grinding i should put that on my linkedin <laughs> just straight <laughs> black adding stuff to your coffee is just a waste of time in the morning <laughs> yeah really? it is more efficient to the marketing funnel <laughs> oh man we could talk conversion funnels all day yeah. we'll, we'll oh save God. that for the last question i'll think of a good one around that okay i'll, I'll build on the beverage while we're here oh, good uh beer wine or cocktails um oh god i know it's supposed to be rapid um nah, beer I'm... and wine beer and wine i'm okay. a white wine drinker and um because i'm from a hot place i think That's it's weird yeah. to drink red wine in a hot place um but i do love beer there's just something so satisfying about like you're done with the day you shut your computer and like that was actually my new year's resolution was to have less like casual beer not to make myself sound like (laughs) too much but um but yeah i'd say beer or wine my resolution was like the opposite it's like you need to have more beers (laughs) well like you need to like shut your laptop at 5 p.m and And actually actually yeah Yeah. that's a good point if it's like uh if it actually marks a separation of work and then life mm-hmm. oh yes yeah. you know especially yeah especially in quarantine i was like let me just like frisbee my macbook on the couch <laughs> oh my god i'm done <laughs> man okay so speaking of conversion rates i, I think this is where chris is going um but you oh, man this is a hard question because now that we know you're dating a pro surfer <laughs> and, and Corey obviously has uh has pj <laughs> um, one of our listener questions was uh from a cooper t-ray <laughs> Cooper Tire. Cooper wants to know if there's a possibility of him and Reed having a double date with you and Corey at the Olympic trials. Um <laughs> maybe over a black coffee, I don't know. <laughs> um we could certainly um like have I, I don't know. I, I <laughs> like I I don't know. I like it so we I don't know where the line is with like <laughs> <laughs> we can have like a bro hangout how about that a bro i i you should you a bro should, date a bro, a bro date i think he i think a bro date would that, work. that will yeah i think i think you should tell them like oh you guys are like the sweet guys that that's that is good because when you this is my like 
circle back on that one is that is a great thing because then when you become an adult, that is the, that Those is the type ideal, of yeah. ideal qualities. Yeah. yeah. That is like the, the girls in high school who, you know, didn't have time for you back then is going to be like, Oh my God, what is, what an amazing, sweet, smart guy. And you can just be like, no, talk to him. If you can't, if you can't handle me at my high school cross country. You don't deserve me now. So. <laughs> oh God. That is right. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Those guys might be joining your Nike family at some point. We'll see. I'm, cu- I'm curious to see where they end up. Um, I didn't even see there was a, a, a user submit some, whatever submission thing so it's been a while we we put we put it up like it's right around drake relays yeah it's been like a month there was there was like a month period where we recorded or sorry a month period a, a month ago there was like a week period where we recorded like seven episodes in a week that and then brutal. that was also when we were talking to you about recording this episode we just didn't do it at that time but like at that time we just put up all of the like questions in a row and got them in and yeah you know cooper cooper tier had to reach out and hashtag <laughs> sh- shout out cooper that's right um I really enjoyed, I know this is like old news and it's been talked about, but um, I really enjoyed that whole banter situation. I was, I was laughing. Yeah. With, with, uh, with Centro. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Super entertaining. And it was fun because then we had them on the podcast and they were like, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what happened. It just kind of like escalated the, somewhere. The thread and, got hijacked. Yeah. The thread got hijacked. We don't know if it was serious or not serious. We don't really know, but it was, it was, yeah. it was entertaining. It was very yeah, good old fashioned banter. That's right. With that. Hey, now, hey, now hashtag he's back. So I don't know. He, yeah. Centro is back. Represent Nike. Well, yeah. Yeah. Right. But I'll be at the trials. I'll see you guys at the trials, right? I don't probably. So pro- definitely not me. Probably not you. We're still in, we're still in negotiations. You're still in negotiations. Um, yeah. Okay. So we, we were we were all in on going, and then when they said like no like no spectators, no media, then it was like uh, I don't know. We were still thinking about going, but just like the the fact that they haven't announced anything or hadn't announced, I don't I don't actually know what the current is, but basically they hadn't announced anything for a long time. So we're like we don't want to bank on like taking ten days off and yeah. going there and doing this without any guarantee that we're at least going to be able to, I don't know, sit at a bar and watch it like next yeah. to the or something. So we, so I'm, I'm actually going to be in Colorado for the summer and not, not up there, but yeah, maybe like three weeks ago, I was like, I'm definitely not going. And then, uh, Chris Chavez was like, "Oh, I'm like, I'll be there. Like, ho- hopefully, like, you'll be there too. You, got, like, you have to go. Here. We need, like, we need. Fuck. It's a business trip. Come on, yeah. you can expense it. It's a business trip. Yeah, it depends go. on um if it lines up with like." got like the whole like take at least like my mom's kind of out of the water with like we've we've done her thing we've got her surgery done but it'll depend on like if jordan goes or not my fair fiance. fair enough oh, got hey. some family some family health things so that, oh. that's the main that's the main reason but yeah yeah but i think i mean there's like a few i was looking at like this really shitty hotel and i was like 60 dollars a night that's like extra gambling money it's probably like money. two hours away and no it's <laughs> it's it's like kitty corner um on the highway like it's only a 15 minute drive. That's pretty, I mean, I'm surprised there's hotel rooms left at this point. Yeah, well, just issue. bring your own sheets and you'll be fine. Just camp out. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll bring, uh, we'll bring back bed bugs to the yeah. association. Yeah. 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 We need, we need to get you in some Nick Simmons videos to help our advertising go up. True. I could do the whiskey 400 again. There we go. There we go. Okay. Here's the, here's the next question. As, as someone who knows brand and marketing really well, what are we doing wrong as the Beer Mom podcast? <laughs> Wait, we're doing Beer Mom wrong. Media. Hold on. No, no, no. I'm, everyone's doing something wrong. Everyone has room to grow and improve. What are we doing wrong? What could we improve upon? Uh, what's what's wrong with our branding here? I don't know. I think you guys are doing great. 
The only thing that jumps out at me is I think you should have those like branded huge microphones and like the Ooh. headsets, you know, because that always looked like you're in like some legit hardcore studio or something. Okay. Make it, it till you make it. Okay. We can, we can definitely do that. We can up the game a little bit there. Okay. Even if it's just like a, a sticker on around the um, the mics that we have. Okay. Uh, that's a good good room. We Like with the Beer Mile podcast, when we started, when we were trying to decide for the name, like the debate was, will runners be afraid of talking to us because there's beer in the name or will it be okay? And so far it seems to be okay. I, I, and I don't know if it's like a positive or a net negative or it's neutral that we have beer in the name. I don't know. What do you think in your professional that, opinion? That's really interesting because I've been, I'm working on a project right now um, with that's aimed at high school um, teams. Yeah. And I've, I've been learning so much about eligibility and privacy and legal and disclaimers and like the user journey. And it's not, you know, too invasive. So it's really made me think twice on things that I wouldn't think was a problem. And so it actually made me like hyper aware. I went from like, Oh, it's not a big deal to now I'm like way hyper to the point where our, our legal contact that I, um, ask questions to, she's like, she's like, yeah, you're really kind of on top, on top of this, like almost like a stop asking me question, <laughs> you know? Um, but, um, but yeah, I think, I think beer is fine. I mean, okay. it's like, yeah, it doesn't mean that they're partaking in said beer. That's true. Right? That's true. Yeah. Sure. We'll have to, it's we'll just, have to. A, it's just a lifestyle. It's just, it's not, it's not about the beer itself. It's about a lifestyle. Yeah. There so you once, once we get closer to making the, like, <clears throat> Turning the turning the switch on for the run club. We'll have to put the run some ideas. Pun intended. Well, why, I don't want you ask the question on your idea for the run club name. Okay. Well, I'm I don't know. I'm like hesitant. Huh? Okay. So next question, Adam. Adam's idea. We're gonna throw him under the bus, but I think it's okay. So we're we're gonna make a a team, like a whatever, a running community, a running team out of the beer mile community. But we don't want to just call it beer mile running club or something. Like it's got to be something separate. And we're trying to think what's something that like kind of ties into beer, but mm-hmm. it's not explicitly beer so that we could maybe not deter, you know, high school kids or 18 to 21 year olds. And so Adam's idea, and I actually think it's pretty good. We've, we've edited it with a few people and it's like hit or miss is <laughs> suds and buds running club. <laughs> Wait, so, where did the suds come from? The su- so suds see, and this is what the problem was when we, when we, like tested suds as a word, people thought like cleaning so. <laughs> and not, and not beer like beer suds. And so, oh. yeah, see, there we go. Yeah. And then, and then buds is supposed to be like, you know, friends. Buddies. So it's just like beers and buddies, oh. but it's suds and buds. And but then, <laughs> but then people thought about weed with bud. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, exactly. I, was like, Man, I just came up with a really explicit. So, so now people are thinking about soap and weed. Nice. <laughs> and yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What, because I know your beer, you know, then I was like thinking like, Icing in the cold tank with a beer, like suds. Eh, I don't know, but actually, I would love to like think. I turned my chat off. I don't know. <laughs> on, it like turned itself back on. Um, uh, okay, quit. Um, I love thinking of these things. These are like word puzzles to me, like cop, like copyright kind of copywriting. So I'm gonna. Yes. I literally just turned it off. <laughs> Every time that noise goes off, you have to take a drink Ooh, or sure. take a shot. Yeah, okay, that's that's extremely fair. <laughs> no, I yeah. If if you think of something clever, please tell us because we have been we've been mulling on it for a while. Haven't really made much progress to be honest. So I think we could use some help at this point. We've made more progress on like actually 
the logistics of the club than the name itself. <laughs> yeah, the name is the hardest part. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then the graphic design after we have the name, but the name really comes first. True. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. We have to have a think on it. This is like a personal challenge now. I like it. Okay. Well, if you do come up with the name that we choose, maybe there's some like royalty in it for you. Oh, you know? for we'll, sure. give, we'll give you a little royalty on everyone oh. in Jersey. How about that? Yeah, I want like a, if I can come up with a name that you guys like, I want like a, some swag or something. Oh, Ooh. oh, that's a given. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely a given. We'll get, well, I mean, you can have some swag regardless of coming up. <laughs> we'll give you something, <laughs> but absolutely. Yeah. And if, if, you know, you have some of your best Nike designers work on something under the radar, you know, <laughs> we can pay cash. We have, we have cash. We'll, we'll we just get so official. Like we have like, we have like Zoom meetings for like pitches and like different editing rounds and stuff yeah, totally. hey man, sit and kick his brooks behind them maybe we just need to become a we nike just need, podcast we just need nike behind us that's all we need. <laughs> i'm gonna slide into your linkedin tomorrow and say hey urgent urgent <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't forget all caps that'll like really get my attention this is urgent one million dollars <laughs> annual revenue opportunity just so you're aware of what it is okay <laughs> oh my god you got the next question i got another question if you don't oh mine's not like a general <laughs> okay rate mine's a very specific question Okay, rate this drink. Jesus Christ. So. Oh, no. You're almost done with that. I, yeah, that looks very empty. Oh. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> it's, it's an old bottle. We're trying to clean out the fridge. So rate this drink. We've got that? Midori Melon Liqueur. Ooh. And Diet 7-Up. <laughs> you know, that actually, to me, sounds like a trip on, like, a cruise or, like, you just got to, like, Senior Frogs or something. And you're yeah. about to like <laughs> listen to what was that? What was that? Um, what was that band? It was like party rocking in the house. In the- oh, LMFAO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of fight or flight, <laughs> oh, come on. I'm pretty sure that was a Thai headband song. I don't know. It's like a it's like a point of view right now. It's like mm. it's 2009. You just got to senior frogs on your senior trip. <laughs> like, you're wearing a neon headband. Jessica has a crush on you. <laughs> that's, that's what I just thought of with that drink. <laughs> Jessica, that's a crush. That's great. I would have never, I would have never had that come to mind. But two, two girls are making Chewbacca noises in the corner. Like this is what they're drinking. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Well, it's pretty tasty. Just so you know, it's not, it's not super alcoholic. But hey, I, I rate it. Looks I guess I'm gonna have to come up with a question. My question is. What are the, like, out of 10, what are the odds that you get Corey to come on the podcast for a web redemption episode? Oh, she would, she would do it. Actually? Would she? If, if you, like, themed it up as, like, Corey has such an interesting background. Like, she is, like, a woman with, like, a thousand backstories. She would... Yeah, because I, I think mean, we would. I, we we want to make people look good. Our goal is not to make people look bad. <laughs> no, she doesn't. She doesn't care. Um, but yeah, I feel like she, in her interviews and stuff, it's always about, of course, like running. But then you know, she her dad was in the FBI and he did the security for the Athens Olymp- Olympics. And he wow. she grew up in a house that was used as, in the. Um, uh, underground railroad in 1800. So like, yeah. she has like so much interesting things to talk about, which is like why obviously she's my best friend is I just think she's, she's just so cool. So yeah, just like have her on and talk like, I don't know. Totally. She's yeah. Perfect. I mean, cause we, uh, she, I don't know if she responded to the one that I sent where the, <laughs> we'll have to put it up on the green screen or something, but the, 
the response to your cameo, right? The cameo. So like she sent the video and then, and then we like posted it and she responded. She's like, she's like, wow, you guys like really tricked me. I was like, oh fuck. I was like, I was like feeling super guilty, but I was like, actually like we are like very serious. Like if, if you get Joe to do a beer mile, like we're like a hundred percent gonna donate to the charity. Donate to charity. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> so yeah, the, off, the offer's still open. Oh, she'll do it. Okay, cool. And that, uh, yeah, then we'll, so who, <laughs> so who else, if we were trying to complete all the bridesmaids on the Jen, oh, yeah, Jen we Gregson wedding, yeah, yeah. now we're, we have Jen and Corey and you, and now who else do we have left at that point? Other um, those are all like the runners, because then the other two she grew up with. Um, so yeah, but, um, but man, that wedding, I mean, Ryan's side had some pretty talented runners, of course. Um, but that wedding was so much fun because of just like who was there. <laughs> it was like, yeah, it was pretty awesome. And like um, reunion plus like in Australia. Yeah. yeah. And I was, I was all emotional after, cause I don't, I don't know if this is maybe just an Australian thing or I don't know, but they sign all their paperwork in front of everybody, like after they get married. Okay. So like the ceremony happens and then they get, they sat in a table like right next, next to where they said their vows and whatever. And then they immediately do the paperwork and then you stand around behind kind of like in support kind of, I don't know if that was new to me. I think that must be Australian. I don't know. And then I walked, then I walked back out like the closing. And then I just remember just like crying. Cause I was just so relieved and like so overwhelmingly happy that Jen and Ryan like got married because because Ryan has just always been there for Jen like I since I've known Jen Ryan has been trying to date her so and I just I just love I just I love, love them that. they're so funny <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 so it was a, it was a pretty it was a pretty cool day I always say that that was the best day of my life and it's not even my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> best well, day of your well, life. Hopefully, so far. Yeah, I was gonna say, hopefully yeah. at some point <laughs> yeah. best day of your life. But yeah, I get married and I'm just like, man, that's that still cool. that's that's cool. my <laughs> Ryan's day. That was a great day. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, okay. Another question. Let's let's go with your favorite food. Mm. <sighs> you know, my favorite food has always been a cheeseburger. But big butt, like four years ago, I gave up beef, red, red meat. Um, not because of like, I purely because it's like the easiest thing you can do to help global warming in the environment. And so, uh, I really, really miss my cheeseburgers, <laughs> but I've been, I've been getting really into, um, the impossible burger that actually tastes a lot like a cheeseburger. So that's my favorite food. Other than that. I love, um, Southern food, like, um, chicken and dumplings and, um, mashed potatoes, corn on the cob, cornbread and all that stuff. Yeah. Favorite place you've lived between Portland and Florida. And or I guess anywhere else, anywhere else you visited. California. Yeah. I was gonna say anywhere else you visited too. My all time favorite city in the whole world is London. Favorite city. So um, you like the like busyness and chaos. Yeah, I just there's just always been something about like British culture and um yeah. Yeah. and I don't know, ever since I was little, I've just always loved it. And then when I was in high school, 
I had to write this like thesis thing to graduate. And so I did it at Cambridge um, between my junior and senior year. And it was like about, it was like about like insects. It was like something so <laughs> weird. And um, so that was like the first inter- international trip I did by, by myself. I was like 17. And so I think that sort of experience has a big impact on you um, when you're like a kid. Um, but yeah, I love, I love London. I would live there in a heartbeat, but um, between the places I've lived, I definitely, definitely enjoy living in Miami because it's so international. Um, it's so cultural and it's so like vibrant and alive and anything you want to do, you can do it like that, you know, but in the same breath, I think four years was like my max. Cause if you're there in my, if I was there any longer, I would have like probably like burned myself out sort of, you know? So yeah. So do you enjoy New York city then? I do. I do like New York. I wouldn't mind living there for a couple of years. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's not the same as London. I don't, I just can't describe it. I don't know why. Yeah. No, I, 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 so I've been to all, all those places. I would, I would also say like any, well, any of those cities I think is maybe a little too hectic for mm-hmm. my taste, like to live at. I love to visit, mm-hmm. but, but definitely feel that London is like a very unique vibe to mm-hmm. anything that you get in the U S it's like completely different entirely. And I don't, yeah, I don't know what it is. Like, it's not, I don't know. I guess it's a very dense city, obviously, but it's not like similarly like mega skyscrapers, that sort of thing. It still feels like homey and like community in your area of the city, but it's still a big city, obviously. And you can go anything you want. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. That's probably why. Because New York, I love New York, but it doesn't. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. Like a little bit different. Yeah. From what I hear, that's similar to how Paris is. Like you have like your little neighborhood that you, you know, the ins and outs of, and you can like have coffee for or tea for like two hours and it doesn't feel like a big city. But then like once you actually go to town, you're like, oh, this is, <laughs> I feel like Europe kind of has it figured out more than us though. On mm-hmm. like people actually take the time to have coffee and tea for a couple hours. And so oh, yeah. we don't have time for that. We're just yeah. coffee to go or run into the next thing, you yep. know, totally, totally different. <laughs> yeah. Spain just, it's like in law now, right? Where yeah. Four day work week. Four day work week. Yeah. And it's funny because I, I studied abroad in Spain in college and it was, I felt like they already didn't work very much. <laughs> I don't mean that in a bad thing, but like I, I stayed with a host family and uh, my host mom's son was like in his twenties and was like, cause their culture is you live at home until you're married. And so he was there and he would go to work at like nine, 10 AM. He'd be home at two for his nap and mm. then he'd go back to work from like three to six. And then we'd like go to the pub after that. It's like, he didn't, he didn't really work that much today to be yeah. honest. It's pretty crazy. But we definitely have a bad reputation. Well, I mean it's yeah. true. Like we have it a bad true. Oh, totally true. Yeah. yeah. They were way they were way happier than most people are in America, that's for sure. Oh, <laughs> I, sure. I, make, I make fun of Americans with uh, we we work we have two well, one big office in Bosnia and Herzegovina, um, and then like a, a huge pres a remote presence in another city there. And I make fun of Americans with those folks all the time. <laughs> yeah working too much and like not actually enjoying life <laughs> yeah Hang, hanging out outside of work and yeah spe- yeah because because yeah. they all like they'll get to work at like they have like soccer league before work together they have, they have soccer and then they have they, like yeah. drinks after work together yeah because yeah. it's like actually a, a community yeah 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 just yeah. nice work work to live not live to work Bingo. that's right yeah that's right also i saw this like youtube thumbnail the other day and it was like the title was like, um, 
why I no longer have a dream job. It's because I don't, I don't uh, daydream about labor. And I was like, wow, that's actually a really interesting thought. That is. Yeah. <laughs> I've never, I've never heard that. That's a very, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you feel like you have a pretty good like balance on, on work and life or, or I guess also, I guess some people also like they really enjoy what they do at work so much that it doesn't really matter, you know, like, and, and maybe that's the case with you, especially because it sounds like you get to travel a lot of places, do a lot of things that you actually enjoy doing too. Yeah. It definitely fluctuates, I'd say, Yeah, but there's some days where I'm just like, Oh my God, like this is a lot. And then other days it'll be the same, if not more amount of work, but it's like, planning for NXN or, you know, something like that, where you're like, this is so cool. Like, you know, so it just, it just depends. I think I'm just lucky that when it's bad, I'm still working around something I care about, you know? So that's like kind of how I try to put it in perspective for myself. Yeah. That's a good way to look at it. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. Okay. Another question for me then. I used to get to be a Nike wear tester all the time. What happened to that this year? Like why, why did that go away with COVID? I don't know. That's a, that's a good question. I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if there was something like legally, like they had to like not condone. Yeah. I mean, they, could they like spray some extra, like, you know, antibiotic on it or something? Chris, Chris is just pissed. He didn't get the Nike so Peg 30. I got to wear, I got to wear the vapor flies before they were ever launched as a wear test. And it was amazing when they sent me that. Cause they don't like, they don't tell you what the shoes are that you're getting. Mm-hmm. So I get these shoes in the mail. They're like, just wear these for a hundred miles and tell us what you think. And I'm like, these are amazing. Like these are the can, best shoes I've ever worn. Can I keep them? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what are these? Like they're great for easy runs and fast runs. Like what the heck are these things? And then they came out and they were the, the vapor flies. And I was like, wow, that's super cool. And I, I've tested like a lot of the pegs and stuff, like any neutral running shoe I've gotten to test. And I think it, I think I also get into a lot of them because I'm just size 10, which is like most common male mm-hmm. size. So, Bastard. but, but have not gotten any since like, I guess it would be probably like the peg 37s, like mm-hmm. a year before they came out. So basically yeah. like a year and a half ago. So I don't know. I really want to get get back on that. My my profile's still active. I just That's want to test I don't know. <laughs> do, they, do they like give you like a um voucher or something to, for like a free shoe that you tested or they send you a free shoe like once it's done? So no, the shoe the shoe testing you get nothing other than you get the shoe. Uh to, to try, you have to send it back, but you get the shoe to try. Uh, I've also wear tested like clothing like I I the current AeroSwift singlets, they sent me that and you oh. You send it, you have to send it back after you've washed it a few times, but then they, I got a gift card to like the Nike store for that. So oh, I was going to say, I feel like it would be so rewarding for you to have the shoe that you yeah. gave and put on. Oh, that'd be so cool. I've also had a couple of duds. Uh, there's one shoe in particular. It was, I don't even, it didn't come out. It was, they deemed it as one of the Pegasus, but mm-hmm. I ran on it one time on a gravel trail and the rocks like hitting up against the, the, um, the sole of the shoe, the, the, like the, the forefoot, the rocks, like basically just compressed the material and there was like a like a, a dome on the bottom of the shoe because the rocks like basically permanently oh. made pushed the material up and so i wore them one time on this rock trail and i was like i can't even wear them anymore they're ruined and sent them back and they were like yeah all the testers said that they were messed up and so oh, that, yeah. that's why it's awesome that they test it because that shoe never came out so obviously that they're they're listening to feedback and it's yeah it's super interesting but I've got, I'm going to test so many cool shoes and it's great. Cause I, I try to like put as many miles in them as possible. They're like, you have to minimum of like 30 miles a week. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to do like 70 or 80 in a week. <laughs> just, to, just to really test them out and make sure that they yeah. <laughs> the ringer. And then you like see them advertised 
Yeah. And then it's like, you're welcome. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you. There's always improvements. Like a lot of the stuff that I, I'm assuming there's a lot of consensus on like, there, there have been multiple shoes. Where I'm like, oh, that could use more tread on the bottom. Like you've made it way too flat. And so it doesn't work well off of concrete. And then the shoe will come out and I'm like, oh, there's more tread on it. This is awesome. <laughs> Great. Okay. They listen. Yeah. To- huh. That's cool. I, I, I wish that they shared more of the storytelling yeah. that goes into that. And then also the like the inspiration because i i like for example i remember when the i don't know if you remember the lunar epic that came out like maybe oh, yeah. five five years six years ago um and it was like the whole thing was the cushion that you received or the absorption wasn't from the foam it was from the the lack of foam like the the collapse effect ah. and um and the inspiration behind that was i forgot who it was but but um someone was running on like a pine needle track uh path yeah. and they said the the collapsing of the pine needles like over time or something to do with like that type of trail they were on like yeah. Mike I don't I don't know like helps with helps with cushioning and so that's where they got the inspiration for the lunar epic and so I was like oh that's like so cool I would yeah. especially if you're like running in a city and you want to you want to you know somehow emulate running on a trail but yeah, that's a great point. That would have been great marketing to say yeah. you're in you're in a city concrete jungle. Here's how you run on a trail. Just buy these shoes, and I would have probably done it. Yeah, because <laughs> like, I I love trail running. So yeah, that's it. I, I, that would be cool if they shared a lot more of the stories behind that. I feel like Nike has a lot of uh, like places to pull that from, where it's almost like overwhelming, especially when you think about just like storytelling as like a very broad expanse. Like they have, it's it's funny to like walk in a Nike store and see like folks from Bowerman. It's like, there's so many stories that mm-hmm. you can use for the shoes and like other yeah. apparel, you know, that's true. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, the Bowerman athletes themselves are so interesting and yeah. Yeah. Hearing their take on it. Yeah. No shortage of marketing opportunities. That's for sure. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what's the, what's the term like, embarrassment of riches when you just like have so much to work with? Yeah. 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 Yep. But do you have any, I, I got one more question. If you, do you have any others? I have a, I have a closer if you want to, but is the closer first. the same? You, you say yours first. All right, cool. So do you might maybe not have one then after this one? Sure, it depends on what you say. All right, cool. You might be, you might have the same thing in mind as me. All right. My final question is if, if money were no object and you had one day left to live, what Whoa. would you do? Whoa. <laughs> that got, that got deep real fast. Yeah. Ooh, man. Um, DM every CEO on LinkedIn and see what sort of job I can get yeah. on this day. <laughs> yeah. Very good. <laughs> um, I would be with my family, of course. I think I would just like, I know kind of the layup question or the layup answer would be to do something extreme or you know be crazy or like live light extreme but I'd really just love to just I would like teleport everyone I love like my my family Corey Jen you know all all that stuff and I would love to just like it sounds boring but just go to the beach and like hang and like have some beers and just like you know you know when you're in those moments where you're like if I could just freeze this forever, it would be okay. Like when, like we're on, you're on the beach and the sun setting with your friends, you're just like chatting and there's like nothing too special about it. But you're like, if I could just live in this vibration forever, it would, it would be okay. Like, I don't need to like go to the clubs or like travel or, you know, I'm, I'm like very happy right here. I think that would be a great last day. 
that, that's like very close to I think the only addition I had on that was adding a fire to the beach at some oh, oh. Smart. Yeah, so don't follow yeah. me. That's that's my answer too. So it's a it's a great answer. <laughs> a good answer. You don't you right? don't need it to be like a stressful last day where it's yeah. like for the first hour I would go skydiving and then I'd go bungee jumping and then I'd go do this and that. That yeah. No, that's that's too hopefully, much. Hopefully by then I've already like done all that stuff. So true. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> was that your question no no i actually well actually it was it was one of my questions okay cool but here's a question we've never asked on the podcast before but we always struggle with this and since you have a marketing mind brand mind, <laughs> we need your opinion what should the title of the episode be so we i always i'm always dming adam and like all right well dming texting i don't know whatever i'm always like the day before the podcast about to come out what are we going to call this like bryce hopple what or jen what you know so like what is the name of this episode? <laughs> Help us out. What is going to get the most plays on, on the various platforms that are out there? Hmm. You know, probably just like urgent. <laughs> just kidding. God, that's <laughs> so urgent. good. <laughs> urgent, please open. Um, <laughs> I think that's pretty That's golden. actually... <laughs> has, portf- has a padfolio, has leather padfolio. Um, <laughs> <laughs> actually... That's pretty it, that would work. That would work. <laughs> There's something about putting all caps in the title and like breaking or urgent and people just know, they know they got to listen to it. So like, like, Oh shit. Is there like breaking news or something? And they just like watch the podcast. I keep like waiting for the news. <laughs> you guys are just, just hanging out. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. That's my best, my best suggestion. Start asking guests that because yeah. we struggle with that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's also weird because different titles work better on like podcasts versus YouTube, and it's like you never know what's going to be better. But mm. I think that's perfect across the board. Urgent, done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. So besides telling our listeners to make sure that they DM you on LinkedIn to ask for a job, what else? What else do you want people to know? <laughs> yeah. Any any plugs? That you any want? plugs? Like words of wisdom. Yeah. What, what do you have for us? What's inspiring way to close this episode out here? Hmm. It's a really good one. Um, I guess, oh, I, I don't know. That's like, there's like one of those things when you're going to sleep or you're in the shower and you're like, I wish I just had a platform to say this thing, you know, and then you get to the moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, can't think of it. <laughs> yeah. That's like, it's like the same thing as I saw somewhere where it's like, you never feel more boring than when someone asks what are your hobbies and you can't come up with one thing yes Um, yes i don't know i guess a good closer is um you know times are interesting right now Be, be kind to yourself um everyone's doing the best that they can and that we are very lucky that we're in a sport that we can literally walk out of the door and do anywhere anytime you know really shoes is just, uh, not even a requirement sometimes. So I don't know, just, I would just say we're pretty, it's pretty cool that we have this sport and that we're runners and that we're all in this kind of together and, and, uh, and yeah, I go on a run today and, and just celebrate life. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. I think I, I'd say best words of wisdom we've ever had from a guest. I don't know if we solicit yeah. super often to be honest, but yeah. That's actually really good. That's, that's, that's better than we're just going to take that clip and we're going to put it 
like in our intro and outro and we're for just every, not gonna for talk. every episode yeah, we're, <laughs> we're just not going to talk we're going to say okay closing out here's our words of wisdom we're just going to cut <laughs> that'll, that'll be better <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll milk that for sure <laughs> oh kind of like the mr rogers ending where it's just like so just like okay yeah <laughs> oh, life's pretty good man like, yeah. <laughs> i actually thought of one more thing and we can put this splice this somewhere else if it makes sense somewhere else uh so this episode is also I don't know if you saw like a while back, we did a roast of Adam. (laughs) So this episode is actually our roast of me. And so we have, we don't have a ton of roasts, but they're quality. We've got, we've got David Melly, we've got Kyle Merber and a few other listeners that have sent stuff in. So if you want to add a roast right here, you can, if you don't want to totally fine too. If you want to add one later, we can always splice it in in a couple days too. If you, if you want to think on it, but uh yeah, if you have a roast to add, feel free. I, I don't get my feelings hurt. Let's hear cool. it. It's all in good fun. It's pretty hard because, like, yeah. I don't have much to work with right now. Like, no. you you look like a functioning, normal human being. <laughs> like, functioning. I know that's like the bar. Who's like mixing liquor and seven up on red solo? Yeah, I guess that's kind of one thing. I guess the fact that you had like barely enough liqueur left to like make that example. But um, um, I. I did a roast once of Corey and it, and it was like, ended up just being hugely like complimentary. And so I couldn't even handle that. Like, it was just like, ah, oh, she, she couldn't go out. She like never drank in college. She just was like so healthy and like, would just bake instead. Like everyone's like, you're okay. <laughs> and, and. Yeah. What's the issue? Um, I don't know. I'll have to, I'll have to give it a thought. I'll, okay. I'll put that um, with the. Um, with the running oh, club. Right. Yeah. 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 You've got a few days. This, this will come out on probably Tuesday or Wednesday next week, depending on how, how much time I have Memorial day weekend uh, to work on this. So. so you've got a few days, you know, by, by Monday or something like that, shoot something our way and we'll, we'll include it. If you have something, how much money would you pay Corey? If she sent in a roast. Oh, well, could you get Corey to roast me? Maybe that's like your redemption, like your eye for an eye. Redemption. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I mean, if you can get her even a one liner, just like a one line video of her to just give me some sort of roast. (laughs) That would be epic. (laughs) Corey can get feisty. Good. (laughs) You can get feisty. Like. Good. I mean, I was going to say some of the stuff that our listeners send in is pretty like. If I, if, yeah, I was going to say, it's pretty, they they got me good. I'll put it that way. Like they really (laughs) hit hit their stride with you. They were kind of figuring out their formula with me. Yeah. And then everyone saw, I think everyone saw Dave Malley's and they're like, oh, comedy. We can, we can go a lot harder. Yeah. Yeah, We can, we can really dig in. So I I doubt that she can be meaner than what people have already been to me, which is a good thing. That's the point. So I'm, I, yeah, I'm fixed. It's okay. (laughs) I'll see what you got. I'll do like the celebrity shot, Corey. Perfect. Oh, I mean, that would be epic. So (laughs) (laughs) the the other thing that we will probably have to do with you sometime, maybe you need a partner, maybe you don't need a partner, but you said you're very competitive. We're probably gonna have to play flip cup sometime as well. Mm -hmm. That's a given. So maybe we'll set up some time for that and you can bring in a partner or you can play us one on two and do double. I mean, it's really, you know, we should do is, um, Michael, my boyfriend. Yeah. Insanely competitive. And like, Oh my God. I know he has to be like for his job and he he's over at his friend's house right now. Who's like also insanely competitive. Like I bet, I bet he would be like, it's one of those things where like you start out, um, 
all, all in good fun. And he just like starts sweating, you know? And I'm like, are you good? It's like, you yeah, know, Michael is just like a new friend that we're introducing to the group. Like let's chill. He just like flips the laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Let's court, let's coordinate something. That'd be fun yeah. to play flip cup with y'all. I mean, whether it's, you know, whatever, whether it's recorded or not, just for the hell of it, it'd be fun to play. So yeah. that'd be that fun. would be fun. Yeah, because we have yet to find anyone who can challenge us. Not that we've challenged that many people, but uh, pro runners so far, not not too great at flip cup. On so a, typically, we do like a two to one or a three to one ratio <laughs> where we're drinking like three times. We, Usually they do water and then we're drinking like three, we're actually drinking three, three beers a piece and we'll still beat them. So but like jokes on them because you're getting better. As you drink. Yeah. yeah. And every round <laughs> getting better as we yeah. get warmed up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love to do that. Okay, cool. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. I was I was looking forward to this. Man, I just love the way Bluebird smells. <laughs> <laughs> Blue Moon does smell great. It's just reminds me of fresh Valencian oranges. I love that you know the type of oranges. It's Valencia oranges because those are the best oranges in the world. That's what the marketing tells me. Just like the marketing at Nike, Mandy told me a lot of great things this episode. She did. She did. We learned a lot. Talked. I don't. We talked about a lot of things. Yeah. We don't need to recap it all. At one point, you just heard it. At one point, I, I, we, we kind of spoke about in the episode where you're a college kid and you're like, I have three companies that I want to work for, and one of those for me was Nike. And I feel like this conversation kind of rekindled it. It's like, maybe, maybe I get hit up Mandy for a job. Urgent on LinkedIn. Yeah, Mandy would love to join your team and whatever. Be You can be my manager. That's fine. I promise I work really hard. I promise I have really we, good Excel skills, when really we're, good PowerPoint When skills. we're not doing the beer mile. Yeah, yeah. What I have to, I have to have at least like a four-hour break midday every day to do the beer mile, um, and then, and then I'll get back to the PowerPoint. So just, just caveat that. Thank you, Mandy, for coming on. We'll get back together and play some Flip Cup at some point soon, and also may, maybe do a little uh, recap. Or you know, she's she's going to be going to the Olympic trials. Hopefully, you're going as well. But if you're not, you can get a little recap with her after the fact as well, and of course, bring out that competitive spirit in the Flip Cup game. Oh yeah. Let's get into the beer review this week. We've got, again, Melvin Brewery from Wyoming. Wind-kissed hoppy wheat ale. 5% ABV. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a, beer it's mile a hoppy legal. wheat ale. Beer Mile Legal. Uh, this is a 16-ounce tall boy that was sent to us. Shout out again, Janie. Uh, if you want to join a beer mile this summer, make sure you go to the Cody Beer Mile in Wyoming and... Have yourself the best post-race party that you'll ever have. And, of course, the beer mile is fun, too. Beer miles are always fun, but best post-race party out there. Near Yellowstone as well. Make a trip out of it. What Did you just take a sip? Should no, we, I, should I we get into it. this? Okay, let's take a, take a smell and a sip. Oh, man. So, supposedly a wheat ale tastes a little, or hits a little bit like an IPA. A little bit, yeah. a little bit, or actually not an IPA. Hits a little bit like a pale ale. I would, dude. I would say before we get into the rating, I would say five percent ABV. Usually, when we say that's free real estate, uh, it's for a little bit higher ABV. But I think for five percent, that that's free real estate. Oh, okay. You're going out on a limb here. So you're saying yeah. by by saying that you are also saying that it's very drinkable. Yeah, I'd say. I mean, it influences both. 
taste and drinkability. Okay, so, so you're while, saying it's very drinkable. I guess while we're talking about it, let's do... Let's dive right in. Yeah, drinkability out of 10. All right, drinkability out of 10. 3, 2, 1. 7 and I... Adam, 7. Chris, 6. Yeah, what number is that, buddy? 6. Okay, cool. 6. I was I was thinking about doing high... I don't know. This one's tricky. I feel like I need to drink a full one to know if I would want to drink another. Kind of keeps you guessing a little bit. Yeah, it's... I mean, yeah, obvi- the, ho- the hoppiness is... So that's the thing. On. Obviously very good, but I don't think... Because it's a little hoppy, I think it's, you know, it's a great... It's great to have a glass or a pint of, but I don't know if I would want to order this twice. I think... That's the difference. I think this one is is like a responsible six-pack of these. Granted, not like in a 16-ounce. Yeah, see, I don't think I could do that. I think this is one where I'd go to the brewery, I'd order this, and I'd have one, and I'd be like, okay, I'm satisfied. I'm going to mm-hmm. go to something else. And that's not to say I don't like it, so let's go to taste. Okay. What am I going to do? Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Eight, yeah, eight and seven. Okay, all right. Yeah. So close enough. Yeah, I think taste on that one, there's nothing that really throws me, like, that catches me off guard, because it is just, like, a, a wheat ale, but I, I, there's nothing bad about it. It's really good. It's a very solid beer. I, th- I think the only reason it doesn't get a 9 or a 10, that it, it, there's just, like, no unique quality about it. Like, I, I think we talked about the um, the Dreamsicle one had, like, an X factor for you, where it's, like, the most unique beer that you've had. Right. This one is, like, really good, but it's missing that little something extra for me. I, I'm with you. I mean, it's not, you know, it's it, it isn't like above and beyond anything else I've ever had. It's a very solid beer, but uh, I'm also just a little, like the hoppiness is not necessarily my favorite thing. Like I love, I like a little hops, but I'm not a big, big hop, hop guy, you know? And that's also true. If you see me on the basketball court, not a lot of hop, to be honest. <laughs> not much hop going on there either. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> Yo, you know what I didn't, you know what I didn't realize with um, my stress reaction or stress fracture is like, we might not get to play basketball for a little while. Yeah, probably not. So, listeners, if if you've made it this far, and you've been watching us for a while, obviously, because you made it this far, comment below if you want to see Chris and I just crush the shit out of Chris's wife and my fiance. They both played basketball in high school. They think now at their advanced age that they're still very capable. We know they're not. We know we could crush them, but comment below if if you want to see that. We want to we want to film it. They're a little hesitant against it, but I think with the with the right numbers, the uh, right interest behind it, we could we could get that on YouTube for you. Yeah, let us know. I mean, we we also have the height advantage. You know, we we have at least one athletic person between the two of us here, so that's something. And then we're both six feet, so that also helps too. To be honest, I can, you know, I can put my arms. Up. We have long arms, so we, we can, you know, we don't can't jump. Adam so, can't put his arms up except for post COVID. Like, I yeah, don't know. vaccine shots. Uh, you know. Anywho, do you have, yeah? Do you have any words of wisdom? Like, what are we closing out with? Well, I mean, do you have an X factor, or are we reasoned by that? My X, X Factor is listener beers always hit different. They do hit different. I think I, I'm excited uh, because I know we have. Do we have four more unique ones of these? Yeah. So also coming up in the future episodes, we also have a sampler pack from Melbourne. Four different beers from Melbourne. So we will be doing 
I, I don't know how we're going to split it up, you know, one per episode, multiple on one episode, but we've got four more beers from Melvin coming. So yeah, I this th- is just the first of five, y'all. I think that's my X Factor because last time we got sent one that uh, we had more afterwards. Like the first beer, kind of like this, was was really good and we were just like... Getting super, ready for the next one. Super stoked to get into yeah, into yeah, the rest of the case. That's a good so point. That's that's my X, X factor for this. Is I'm I'm very excited to try the rest of them. Couldn't agree more. All right, words of wisdom. I don't think we need any. I think what anything that we would say. Yeah, we'll Mandy, get, Mandy, Mandy yeah. covered it. Mandy covered it. Keep running. Keep doing what you love. Keep loving what you do. Keep loving what you do. And sometimes that means staying true, drinking a brew. Sometimes that means eating ass, running fast. Sometimes, you you know, know, everyone has their different thing and whatever that is, you know, enjoy. Just enjoy the sunset on the beach with a nice uh, LaCroix or beer cracked open. (sighs) Oh, and that was a great interview. (laughs) I feel like we can't do that that at all. That's not a good way to start. No. I want to name my kid Rob Robert Robertson. <laughs> I fucking hate that. Just add three letters each part of the name. <laughs> <laughs>